Welcome back to our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com. We have a great guest with us on the telephone. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Talk to us a little bit about yourself. Hi, this is uh, Doc. Hello? Hello, we're waiting for you to introduce yourself. Yes, this is uh, Dr. Shuchita Garg, this side, and uh, I'm one of the practicing physicians at University of Cincinnati, Ohio, and my primary area of practice is chronic pain, and um, thank you for having me on your show to talk to you. Yes, 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 yes. Well, uh, how did you get interested in this uh, facet? Well, uh, it's been a long journey so far for me, um, starting from anesthesia as a primary specialty back from India where I trained. Um, and when I moved to U.S., I got more exposure to chronic pain while I was doing my residency as anesthesia at University of Iowa. Um, I think I got introduced to, like, you know, managing different ways of um, uh, different kinds of pain that we dealt with at our clinic. Um, I got excited to learn all the therapies that were used, all the, um, all the various ways, including medications and injections that came across. It really got excited uh, me into this field. Um, also knowing that pain is like the fifth vital sign and, you know, it's like an ever-evolving field with like newer technology coming in, I think it just, it just presents you with more and more challenges and um, gets you to kind of deal with very difficult situations at times. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. So um, talk to us a little about some of your areas of interest. Low back pain. Tell us about low back pain. The low back pain is one of the most common um, pathologies that we encounter amongst patients who come to the chronic pain clinics. Um, again, very commonly that we have is like, you know, pain related to the disc degenerations in the low back or be it arthritis in the low back. Um, interestingly, um, you know, the pain becomes multifactorial, which means that, you know, it's coming from multiple sources at the same time. Um, we do offer like, you know, um, a lot of multimodal approach towards the low back pain management. Um, this includes uh, not only the medical part, like the pharmacological management, but also like the non-pharmacological therapies that are used to address the pain. Um, a lot of times um, I offer my patients uh, to do a lot of physical therapy um, along with combination of like um, steroid-based injections, which I primarily do under fluoroscopy. And then a combination of like, you know, lifestyle modifications and, of course, uh, medication-based management. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com. Now, you work as the director of the pain clinic, University of uh, Cincinnati Medical Center. Tell us a little about this. All right. So uh, the University of Cincinnati has um, pain clinic locations pain clinics located in various locations. Um, you know, um, I'm the director at one of the locations of the pain clinics over there. And um, as a director, basically, it's uh, a lot of administrative role that you kind of deal with um, in terms of, you know, looking after the staff and looking after the working of the clinic. 
but also it involves like uh, um, overall kind of uh, um, taking care of the clinic uh, in terms of like you know um, the um, the patient population, the diverse patient population that we cater to, um, the various um, insurance and payer mixes that we are catering to. Um, and it 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 this role comes with a lot of challenges. I feel. Um, a lot of pain um, uh, pathologies, a lot of different kind of pain pathologies come over to the clinic. So mainly low back pain as we've talked, but also like neck pain, facial pain, various joint pains, um, and then um, a lot of like nerve pain conditions, neuropathies, pain related to diabetic neuropathies, CRPS, uh, complex facial pain syndromes. It's interesting to see how much can be done in terms of like the existing technologies that we have. And a lot of new technologies and new, new pain procedures are coming up. Uh, for instance, for the low back pain, there is like, you know, new um, minimally invasive surgically procedures that are coming. Um, there's neuromodulation techniques such as the spinal cord stimulation, the dorsal ganglion stimulation. Um, that is coming for the low back pain and tons of other techniques that are coming. So I think it overall, the field gives you a lot of opportunity to kind of help out the patients who are suffering. We have got a fabulous guest with us today. Uh, she is amazing, and uh, she has, has done a lot of uh, residencies. And Take us through your education background. I started off back in India, um, so my medical school started back in 1992, and uh, once I finished my medical school, I went through an um, um, anesthesia residency, and um, I did spend um, a few years training and then practicing as a um, staff faculty back in India. Um, I also got a flavor of uh, working as like a critical care intensivist, again, back in India. And um, I believe that, you know, gets you exposed to, like, a lot of critical situations, a lot of quick decision-making scenarios. Um, after that, after my critical care um, intensivist career, I decided to move to U.S. along with my family. And I did my anesthesia residency again I did that at University of Iowa and um, doing the residency here again of course it was like a lot of um, new things that I learned and new ways that the things were done and I got exposed to chronic pain more here while doing my residency and um, I, I decided to uh, take up chronic pain as my career after doing this training or a fellowship at the University of Iowa. I met some of the finest teachers and the mentors who were, who in my opinion, were doing like a phenomenal job and were um, so excellent in what they were doing. And that kind of really got me into doing this chronic pain. Um, after doing my fellowship, I started working as a staff uh, for chronic pain, and um, for the past five years, I've been working as a faculty. Um, currently, I'm at the University of Cincinnati, Ohio, and I do practice both anesthesia and chronic pain. 
So it's a, a long journey um, of doing both anesthesia and chronic pain and totally satisfying and totally gratifying. Well, tell me about interventional pain medicine. Tell us about this. So interventional pain medicine um, basically basically means um, uh, providing uh, therapies to chronic pain patients, which are based on um, mainly based on the injections. So the injections are done um, mainly under the direction or under the guidance of fluoroscopy. Um, in the pain clinic as outpatient procedures. Um, so mainly for the for the starting with the most common condition that we deal with is the chronic low back pain. Um, so the interventional pain procedures mainly include doing lumbar epidural steroid injections. And again, something that people have commonly heard is the, that the epidural steroid injections, the epidural injections are are what the mothers get when they have babies. So um, this intervention is similar to that, except that the steroids are injected for the chronic low back pain. Um, acting as anti-inflammatory medications, they mainly help with uh, pain related to the degenerated discs in the back and also the pain related to the sciatica um, caused by the degeneration in the low back. Um, another very common interventional pain procedure done in the low back is the um, uh, lumbar medial branch blocks, which are, again, commonly called as nerve blocks, and uh, they help to, um, to uh, numb or to, to deaden the uh, sensory supply in the low back that is, that is causing the pain related to the arthritis. Um, Similar procedures can be done for the thoracic spine, um, which is again the mainly the upper part of the spine, and then the neck region, which is also called the cervical spine. Um, for the joints, um, we basically do um, some steroid-based joint intraarticular injections, which is like basically injecting steroids into the joints. Um, mainly the big joints such as the hip joints um, and again smaller joints such as knee joints or shoulder joints. Um, there are a lot of newer therapies coming to the joints such as there are regenerative therapies that are coming and then there is like nerve blocks like the genicular nerve blocks that we're doing for the post-arthroplasty um, uh, pains that are related to the knees. Um, the newer upcoming interventional pain procedures are the, the spinal cord neuromodulation um, that basically involves um, implanting a device in the low back or the neck or the thoracic region um, to provide pain relief, um, especially when people have pain um, after major surgeries in their back. Um, and um, that that can help out with these conditions. Some of the newer techniques that are coming in or in the pipeline are again, like uh, common names are like dorsal root ganglion stimulation. There are some high frequency nerve stimulation. Um, so again, again, these are the some of the newer techniques that are coming for the back pain and the neck pain related to post-surgical pain. Is Again, there a, is, um, sorry. 
ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. All right. So the the I mean, this is just some of the interventional pain procedures, pain um, procedures that could be done. There is a bunch of other procedures. Um, you know, there are um, like the Botox therapies that can be done. Then there could be some newer um, injectable therapies that have you know, come out for like the um, the migraines and for the headaches. Um, there is a host of other uh, techniques of nerve blocks that could be done, again, for uh, pains related to neuropathies, pain related to certain nerve damages, um, pain related to um, sympathetic-mediated pains or the amputation, uh, post amputation pains and so on and so forth. Do you have a uh, a book or a website or, or anything we can direct people to? Uh, currently, I don't have a website or a blog that I could uh, uh, direct my patients to. But they're most welcome to either write to me or, you know, if they wanted to reach out to you, I'm happy to take the questions and answer any one of them. Well, fantastic. We will do that. Uh, I appreciate you making time for us today, and thanks for coming on our program. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Appreciate it, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful day. There she goes. And uh, we are going to take a time out and come back. 